Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Business and Books with Molly McCord, where we talk about all the different types of issues, topics, and stories that come up for you as an entrepreneur or author who is building up your dream business. I love helping others follow their path, follow their passion, because you do it differently. We each do it differently. There is a lot of generic, helpful, quality advice out there, but it also comes down to being a very individual and oftentimes lonely journey. And so I hope that this show gives you some inspiration, insights, and stories that support what you're doing. This is a new program, so please uh, subscribe uh, based on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. That way you will be notified when there are new episodes available. Also, be sure and check out the previous episodes. There are three so far where we talk about sales leads, uh, we talk about what it means to fail fast and why that's essential. And then I also just did a show about commitment and confidence, and that is important. Both of those qualities are important for us. And in that podcast, I share with you uh, two real-world stories from two of my clients about the crossroads they came to around commitment and confidence. So, I think it helps to hear those stories and what other people are going through so you can check in with yourself, you can assess what is right for you, what is best for you, but also to give you the encouragement to keep going forward. So in today's show, we're diving in to a big topic, and it's something that maybe you haven't thought about, but it's something that really, I think, comes up in front of all of our faces at some point, which is, are you strong enough to be an entrepreneur or an author? Are you strong enough emotionally, mentally, and energetically to work for yourself? Because, of course, the dream of it is one thing, and then the hard reality is something else. And that's So much of what we learn as we progress forward, as we follow uh, the, the dream, whether it's the small hidden dream in your heart or it's the bigger dream that you really want, when we follow that, we have the successes and we have the wins and we have the good days, but there's also the tough periods. And so in this show, we're going to talk about being strong enough as an entrepreneur, as someone who's working for themselves at your desk, in front of your computer, whether that's at a coffee shop, uh, maybe you do a co-working space, maybe you're just sitting at home at the kitchen table or you have a home office. Uh, It's a different way of life. And I hope this gives you some insights to consider. Now, a lot of people I've worked with have had to make that transition, transition from being in an office, working with other people in some capacity, Say you uh, graduate from college, you get a job, you're on a career track, and then something takes you in a different direction. You want to be a full-time author, a full-time writer. Uh, You realize you have your own business goals to pursue. And so something takes you 
in a different direction. And that transition of moving from a an office space, uh, other people around, the interactions, the ideas, the communication, well, you move into this space that can be quite lonely or quiet. Uh, you can enjoy the freedom of having the full day to yourself, and yet you also feel that responsibility to make the most of every hour in the day. And there's so many qualities that we need when we work by ourselves. The daily routine changes. Your environment changes. And as a result, parts of you change because you're realizing what's on your shoulders. And perhaps you feel the burdens or the worries or anxiety, but you also feel even more strongly the motivation, inspiration, the power and the strength of I really want this. This is really what I want to create and experience in my life. It's not just about right now, but it's about the bigger picture of in my life, this is how I want to make money, help people, be of service, give back, do something meaningful, do something of value, right? All of that should be stronger. Um, When we talk about being strong enough to be working for yourself, it's a big topic because strength shows up in many different ways. And what I have found is that it is different for every person because of what you realize about yourself as you make that transition away from a known environment or a corporation or a company and you move more fully into your own energy and you notice your own strengths and you notice your own weaknesses and you say, oh, wow, I'm really good at getting a lot of stuff done in the morning But then after lunch, all I want to do is nap. Or I really can't stay focused on certain tasks. Or some things are just a struggle, I don't want to do them. Or I didn't realize everything that went into building my business online. I've been working on this new program. And I can tell you, as I'm sure you know, it always takes longer than you think it will and more pieces are needed and you have to review and you have to go over this and don't forget that detail and I mean it just be, it's just so much bigger than you think. And so we find out all these things about ourselves as we go, where we're, what we're good at, what we like, and then where we struggle and where it's hard. And I think that it helps to hear other people's experiences and and even other people's tips of what they've learned about working for themselves. So I'm going to share with you a few stories, uh, my firsthand experiences and and those from some of my clients. And I also want to let you know that um, I am offering a free webinar about this very topic. And you can find it on my website, mollymccord.online. And it's a free self-leadership webinar where I give you nine tips for better and stronger entrepreneurial leadership. So please check that out because I really want 
uh, to support you with this topic. It's a huge topic. It's important. And it makes a difference in how you proceed. So transitioning into working for yourself. Now, of course, there's different paths people can take uh, to to do that transition. Uh, I was working in an office for a number of years in different types of offices. And when I transitioned to working at home, I was a marketing and strategy consultant. Uh, I did a lot of digital online stuff for some big companies and um, helped them with their their online, uh, basically their online sales. I mean, it's nowadays it's such a huge area, but it's email marketing, it's copywriting, it's um, it's sales conversion, it's it's all these things. And so I worked for HP and uh, some stuff for Alaska Airlines and other companies. And I was at my desk early in the morning simply because of time zone differences, uh, whether they're international or uh, domestic time zone differences. And because everything was so involved online, it was actually easier to work for myself because I wasn't distracted, right? You know how you can get distracted by uh, someone talking at the desk next to you or what's going on. Um, It was actually easier for me to focus and be really productive working by myself. And at the same time, it felt lonely because you don't have those uh, social interactions. You can't take those breaks. You're just in front of your screen and you're getting stuff done and maybe you're attending uh, online meetings, you know, calling in, um, you know, interacting with people through the phone. But it's a different, a different environment. However, I came across some really fascinating perspectives of different entrepreneurs and people and, and how they approached their life and, and working for themselves. And one person um, that I interacted with, she was a, in a leadership role at one of these Fortune 500 companies, and she had to give a lot of presentations to people. And she would give the presentations with the understanding that whatever she shared, she knew she have to be ready to defend it. Isn't that interesting? And she would prepare for these big presentations with her data, her financials, whatever the revenue stuff was, break it all down. And, and, and she would actually be in that mindset of anything I present, I have to defend. And that always stuck with me because when you are working in your own environment for yourself, we can have that one-track mind. We can say, oh, I know what this means or I know what this says and I get what I'm saying here and I understand what's, what I'm offering or what I'm explaining, right? Other people will not. And so you have to be ready to give more information or explain what it is that you do, and, and this, is a strength, this is a strength thing, um, especially if you're an author because of reviews these days and uh, public opinions are everywhere. Um, if you're helping people in your business and work, well, there's some people who aren't going to get it. And so I, I think back to this woman um, 
And there was something she always said, oh, you have to defend it. How are you going to defend that? How are you going to defend that in front of a group of people? And, <laughs> I mean, it does have that warrior quality. And yet I understood what she was saying because I think that there had been enough times in her career when she was presenting information uh, that she, you know, she got a lot of bullets. People, you know, fired back at her a lot of times with whatever she was presenting and why wasn't where where are these results and why didn't you get this revenue and why didn't you hit this market and why didn't you da, 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 da. like people come with those kinds of questions and it's only when you're in front of a firing squad that you think oh man I didn't even think about that so part of being a strong a strong entrepreneur a strong author is understanding that people are always going to see something from a different angle a different perspective And how good are you at explaining that information more fully and more completely without being defensive, without being uh, emotional or angry, but just understanding it's part of the job. It comes with the territory. For authors, um, you know, you can get – I know many authors, and they get these one-star reviews, and it's crushing, and it hurts. And you just think, well, why did you read the book if you hated it? from the first chapter, and and why did you even write a one-star review? You didn't have to do that. You can go in all these places. And I think part of um, doing anything online these days is also understanding it isn't worth your energy to go down those tracks or those rabbit holes of other people's perspectives and other people's opinions. And you have to be strong enough to back away from that and and be strong enough to not maybe read the one star reviews or not read um the the mean words or the you know the negative stuff um that is something i think that you build up over time until you can be more objective about what you're doing for those of you who are just beginning or you're early stage entrepreneurs you're just kind of getting you know stronger um, and on your feet, it, I think that takes a little bit longer to get to that point where you're emotionally and mentally strong enough to not go there and to not read those reviews or to not go into um, those kinds of that kind of feedback. But you're going to have to get there where you can handle it. It comes with the territory. Anything we do professionally and personally there's going to be there's always going to be the other perspective there's always going to be the other side of it there's always going to be people who don't understand it and it's not until it's you experiencing it that i think you really get it because i know on some level we under we understand it mentally right but then it's when you're on the other side of it and you experience it emotionally and personally that you have to dig deeper and be stronger in believing in yourself and and what you're doing and what you're offering. So it's so much about that mental game and getting stronger with it that is a part of working for yourself. I do recommend having other people to give you feedback, to give you insights, to give you perspective. Um, I mentioned I've just been working on a program and I had a good friend of mine I sent her this landing page. I'm like, can you please review this? Because I can't see it any more than this. Like, I can't. What's missing? And she gave me such great feedback. 
that I couldn't see myself. And she's like, well, consider this, and you need to look at this. And you're right. I'm like, you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, thankfully, we don't have to only rely on our own brains. <laughs> we need other people's brains. I just texted her and said, I need your brain. So find other people who will rent you their brain to give you the feedback that you want to hear sooner rather than later. You would rather know of an error, a weakness, a mistake sooner, so you can correct it, change it, improve it, instead of later. And you especially want to hear that from someone who's in your corner and wants you to succeed and do well, opposed to a client, a reader, a customer who finds a problem, and then you're a little bit more on the defensive, if you will, and you have to correct it or change it at that point. So it's about really getting, maybe it's even tough feedback. Maybe it's even hard to hear, or maybe it's, it's, it's the stuff that you, you didn't want to do and you were hoping you could let it slide, um, especially if you're, you know, you're writing your books or you're putting together a plot and a story and you're just thinking, oh, do I have to do that? Well, if your readership expects this or looks for this or wants this, chances are, yes, it's something you need to include. And can you go there and admit you have to do that to satisfy your readers? So it's interesting when we work for ourselves because we can be so one-sided, and that can be a weakness, and you have to get more people's perspective. You have to reach out of your little small world to get other people to help you along. Now, on the other side of that coin, other people helping you. I think another big part of being an entrepreneur is knowing when to be strong and, and stand in yourself because you know who you are, what your business needs, and where it's going. And at some point, you can see that there are certain people who get it, and they're on board, and they know what you do, what you sell, what you offer. And then there's some people who kind of get it, but maybe they're not strong enough, or they're not really someone you can trust to take over the reins or take over the business if something were to happen. And so this comes to understanding, well, who are your support systems and your partners in what you're building? For authors, it can be your readers, your early readers, who give you good constructive feedback, known as ARC readers sometimes, um, but just the people that you send the draft copies to and they point out what you need or what you're missing or what's, what about this and what about that. Lots of times that's excellent advice. And same for when you're doing any kind of business venture and you're, you know you need other people who can support where you're missing something or they maybe bring skills to the table that you appreciate but you don't know if it's really someone you should partner with. And I remember um, back in my days of working for a small business and I worked for a wonderful man who was um, in this conversation with someone about this person being the partner in the business. And 
um, the owner was so strong. I mean, and it was one of the things I love about him is that he was strong enough to recognize that he could not be in a business partnership with the salesperson because that salesman was weaker, you know, and couldn't handle some things and, and did these emotional waves. And he just recognized, I can't trust this person with the business and, and being an equal and being a partner. And I just I just loved that strength in him to be strong and to have that knowingness of this is what my business is about and I have to maintain it. I have to be very clear about who I give access to and who I partner with. So there comes a time when you have to say, it's all on me and that's okay. I'm going to be able to figure it out. But it, you, you can't compromise what you're building if it's really not the right people for the long term. And I think with entrepreneurship, sometimes if you get, I'm going to say, lonely, desperate, fearful, worried, scared about some aspect of your business, you could think, oh, well, I should just bring somebody in to help me, or I sh- maybe I need to consider a partner, or maybe I need to, you know, hire someone, and, and yeah, maybe you do. But this is such an individual question um, to explore because there is no one right answer, but you have to be very clear about what you want this business to be and where you want it to go. And I think that many people these days, especially if they're doing business um, online, through services, programs, uh, you know, everything online these days, uh, classes, teachings, videos, um, so much of it is yours. It's personal. It's your expertise. It's, it's so much you, and it's your passion, right? And, and you see other people succeeding or you see other people getting great results, making money, and you, you know you can do it. And one of the things is to not, dilute your own passion or your own power because you're facing a temporary fear. There's solutions for everything these days. And that can be overwhelming too. But it's understanding that you can get the resources you need without diluting the dream or diluting what you want to build. And so being strong enough to work for yourself is embracing the fact that there are times when you're not going to know what to do and you have to have strong boundaries about the access and roles that you allow people to have. And that comes down to being strong in your core about your intentions for your business. It isn't easy going it alone at times. It isn't, um, I mean, it it can drive you mad. (laughs) There's times when you can think, oh, my goodness, it's easy to get overwhelmed and distracted and you look at the financials or you look at the sales and you're like, why isn't it performing better and how do I get more results? Um, and, again, there's no one way that happens. But you you can't – I'm just such a strong believer in helping people understand that it's it's getting stronger in the core 
of who you are and what you want that will keep you going and will keep the motivation there. In the previous podcast, I talked about commitment and confidence. And one of the stories with one of my clients was about how she had to reassess her commitment to her business. So listen to that episode. Um, I don't want to repeat the story here, but listen to that episode because that can really help you with this self-assessment and checking in with what you want right now. So another way to look at um, how you are doing as an entrepreneur and author and if you're feeling strong enough is also how you're able to assert yourself when somebody has crossed the line. When someone has done something that you know intrudes on your business in some way. Now, that can be plagiarism. Um, it, it can be, you know, the person who duplicates your business idea because you don't have ownership over it. It's, it's not proprietary. Um, I know one of my... One of my friends who is a solopreneur, I have a lot of friends who are solopreneurs who are working for themselves, she had to approach somebody about the fact that they named their business or their programs exactly like hers intentionally in order to pull away her audience to, to this other woman. And she had to approach her on that. And she, you know, she had to be strong enough to assert herself in that way and say, hey, look, I see what you did here. Uh, it's really too close for comfort. It's too much of an overlap. And you need to change your name. You can't have the same name as my business. Uh, my business is registered. Uh, my business, you know, there's copyright issues. And she had to be strong enough to assert herself in that way. Is that something you want to do? No. But it's something we have to do. It's the responsibility part. So please know that these tests come up as we go on our path. The tests, the, the hurdles that, oh, you know, where you have to push yourself to be stronger. Many of us are doing this together. Uh, we're doing it, you know, for a reason, for a purpose. And what I like to do, too, is refer people to business magazines, okay, to pick up Entrepreneur Magazine, to pick up Inc., Harvard Business Review. Um, oh, gosh, there's a bunch more out there. I'm drawing a blank. Even newspapers. Remember newspapers? <laughs> Financial Times. You know, if, you're, if you want to really get stronger, in some of these areas, read these publications because they talk about the problems and the challenges, the hurdles that people are facing in their businesses and how they work through it. And there's typically, uh, you know, the focus on a solution, the focus on what worked for us and what we found out and all that. So there's a wealth of information um, available and I think it's good to know, too, objectively, that other people are dealing with this stuff all the time, all the time. And yet we can be in our own little world, right, at our own little desks, looking at one one screen, although 
I am guilty of looking at like two or three screens at once. We're looking at our screens and realizing I have a problem. How am I going to move through it? How am I going to fix it? Well, there's so many answers these days. And there's so many ways to move through them. And you don't have to do it all on your own at times. But so much of this journey will make you stronger and more confident in your ability to handle it. It doesn't end. You know, there are new obstacles that come up. But just keep in mind that you're not the only one who's experiencing these things. So I'm looking at the time, and we're, we're about done with the show. Uh, again, please go check out the new leadership webinar I've put together for you, Nine Tips for Strong Entrepreneurial Leadership. I think that it's really uh, it's good information, whether you already know it or you just need this reminder. You can find it at mollymccord.online. And I hope that it gives you some more insight into the importance of what you're building and that you can keep going. You can do this. You've got this. And we all need these, you know, check-in points at times and these reminders of what we're doing. So go check that out. Otherwise, I will see you back here for the next podcast. Please subscribe and you won't miss a single show. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a beautiful day ahead. Take good care. Bye-bye. 